code base and jump designed by almost everybody. Right. The client themselves, the plumbers, do not pay proper attention to it, and you should. I put it at the front of it because if you're the algorithm and you begin to look at someone's web presence and you enter the website, what's the first thing they start reading? The code. The code base. That's how they. That's how they interface with the so site. So why isn't everybody wanting like awesome code, you know, on their site? They, just because it's not. I'll, I'll tell you, they don't. It's hard to do. So yeah, it is. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard to do for one thing. It's expensive internally. Right. Um, and the reason that we've paid so much attention to it and focused on it is because it makes the websites do much better right. in ranking. And if we don't do it and we sign up a client, we lose them. We just all spun our wheels and nobody. Shame on us. Yeah, we, nobody made any money, and it, it just so it took a long time to have the resources here at Plumbing Webmasters to be able to provide you guys with this level of design and code base. Hey there, guys! It is Nolan and Jason here with Howdy. Plumbing Plumbing Webmasters, and we're going to talk about today Plumber SEO ten point checklist. And um, so I'll start out, and this category leads straight into Jason. The number one. Uh, is design. So number one is design for plumbers, the plumbing website. So right. what's uh, what's important about design? Who, who cares, man? <laughs> Jason's a creative director, so <laughs> I hear who that. cares about design? Um, I, I spend a lot of time saying that design is not just how it looks, but how it works, and that is true. And from a how-it-works standpoint, your design has to show them who you are, what you do, where to find you, and how to reach you. Yeah. Um, but also, uh, going actually looping back to just the visual aspect of design and its effect on SEO, if your site is ugly and hard to use, uh, people don't stay on it. And uh, there's a metric called bounce rate, which is how quickly people bounce off your site, how quickly they leave it. And that is a big factor in Google Analytics. And that's how Google takes that bounce rate and they yeah. basically judge your site whether people like it. And if people go to your site and leave it immediately, Google, they get, they get enough data like that, they say, well, people don't like this site, so we're not going to show it in search results anymore. Right. So that's why design's important. Yeah, I mean it, it is, and um, you know we we lead right into it. But um, the design is kind of inclusive of all the other things that are on there too. You yeah. can kind of tell. Yeah. That's if, why it's number one on the list. Yeah, if all these other points are being done, <laughs> a lot of these other points are related. You know, are showing up back in design, right? Right. Um, design can include things like integrated reviews, and I mean I don't have this on other separate topics. So like it would integrate. Yeah the reviews and the content and some of this other stuff we're going to talk about. Right. Proper link backs out to everything. And it sounds simplistic, but you have no idea how many sites I look at that don't have a way to review them. Yeah. Don't show any reviews. Don't integrate content or pictures and other things well or, of course, the design itself. Make more. the phone number hard to find or hard to see. That's crazy, yeah. by the way. Yeah, that is crazy. I, I don't even know why I have to say that, but we see it all the time. That it's not straight in the header. Yeah. Okay, so this one is uh, leading right back into Jason, too. So number two on the checklist is code base. So the code base for the design is important. Why? Because the code base provides Google with the data structure they need to parse everything about your business. What your business is, what it's called, where you're located, what you do, the services you offer, 
the geographic location that you do business in, the geographic location you serve, all of that information um, is held up by the code base. The, you have the content which tells them those things, but the code base breaks it down and tells them what parts of the content are relevant to what other and it goes aspects. and it goes way deeper than just parceling out the code uh, and for the content's sake. Right. Um, we um, we we just did another uh, podcast about something similar to this, and I guess the uh, the point was um, the schema code in there. People claim when I talk to them all the time that they have proper schema code, but. 99% of everybody out there listening to this right now most assuredly has a template, right? right? And the template is poorly done from a code base standpoint. It's sloppy right. and Google utilizes the code base to parcel data and more because schema is basically a never ending story. And I'll talk to people right. that seem like they're fancy pants on this stuff and they'll say, oh, I know when I have a website and ha ha, it's already WordPress and I've got schema. So there. Yeah, sure you do. Yeah, and so they've got schema that shows, you know, their name and their address. And the schema code basis is basically just an infinite amount of things that can be coded to help a Google. Any, any point of data about your business or your services the can probably be schema. Almost everything about it yeah, can just, be structured. Just the category you're in, that you're a plumber. Right. Where you're located, where you go to. You know, all of these things. If your logo isn't schemed, they feel less comfortable about pulling it into your knowledge graph or showing the picture next to the search result. Right. So you see people that now have pictures next to their general search results. There's a photo, and some of them don't have them. You think maybe that has something to do with the code? <laughs> right? Because <laughs> why is Google going to pull a random picture that somebody didn't use right. now? Well, the thing is, sometimes they will pull a random picture if they feel like it, and right. they decide to do that on their own. <laughs> and sometimes it's not the picture you want. It doesn't sometimes work Sometimes it doesn't make yeah. any sense, and you, then all of a sudden your business looks unprofessional or confusing. Yeah, and I'll, I'll go further and say the algorithm may have not been smart enough to pull the right picture, Right. but this code makes them feel comfortable with your company. So if they have the code and know where everything's located, what everything is, do you think maybe they're more likely to pull you up higher in search rankings? Right. And then if the wrong picture got picked, you think maybe it gets clicked on less than the other people ranking around you, and what do you think that does to your ranking? Right. And the algorithm says, oh, we pulled a picture. Too bad nobody clicks on them to a tune of 78% less than the other people around them because you've got a random picture of some uh, guy at his desk when it was about you know, a specific service. Like, yeah, when it's about plumbing and you have yeah, some weird office uh, It's about a stock grinder photo. pump and then <laughs> you've got some weird uh, photo in there. They pull it, nobody clicks on it, and lowers your rankings yeah. overall. That is just yeah. like the point I made on bounce rate. Google, to, if, nobody, if Google puts you up at a certain level on the result and then hardly anybody clicks on you, Google says, oh, people don't like that one, and people they drop you down. People don't like that one, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so the code base does all kinds of stuff. These first two items... I think I'll talk about the third one, but the first two items that we talked about here are severely misrepresented um, around the industry. You guys get given templates and junk uh, code base and junk design by almost everybody. Right. The client themselves, the plumbers, do not pay proper attention to it, and you should. I put it at the front of it because if you're the algorithm, 
and you begin to look at someone's web presence and you enter the website, what's the first thing they start reading? The code. The code base. That's how they that's how they interface with the so site. So why isn't everybody wanting like awesome code, you know, on their site? They, just because it's not I will tell you, they don't it's hard to do. So yeah, it is. It's hard <laughs> it's hard to do for one thing. It's expensive internally. Right. Um, and the reason that we've paid so much attention to it and focused on it is because it makes the websites do much better right. in ranking. And if we don't do it and we sign up a client, we lose them. We just all spun our wheels and nobody. Shame on us. Yeah, we, nobody made any money, and it, it just so it took a long time to have the resources here at Plumbing Webmasters to be able to provide you guys with this level design and code base. Right. And we're proud of it, and you need it, and it will help you. Okay, so number three on the list is content, and um, some of this sounds basic, but content's never basic, and it's always upping. And I think it it kind of. Um, I don't know. It's like having a conversation about religion or politics. You just get tired of it, you know. <laughs> and so, but it, it, it comes back every year, and we talk about it. Yeah. Right? Every yeah. year, somebody somebody in the SEO industry starts saying, "Hey, content's not that important," or anymore. "Content is king," or yeah, whatever. Or, yeah. Well, well, it starts with somebody saying content's not important anymore, right. and people start listening, and then everybody notices that everybody who said, "Well, content's not important anymore," all of a sudden, all of their rankings disappear and they plunge. And it's like, oh, well. May, may, maybe we should go back to content, yeah. and and then all of a sudden, hey, content is king. So we've so. got about um, we've got about ten content writers here, who were all degreed before we hired them, who are already writers, who are vetted out with an editor on staff, and then get trained continually, and it changes continually. So on the content, I'll give you some of these things. So you guys probably know that no content's bad, copied content is bad, sparse or barely any content is bad. Keyword stuffing content is bad. So what's good and what do you have to do? And it changed pretty dramatically this year. Actually, I'll, I'll include this and I'll, I'll say and pages. So I'll talk about pages on a category. So if the content is gonna be well done nowadays, it needs to be, for one thing, a high uh, education level writing, right? It, right? Google can tell if it's sloppy, poor grammar, sentence structure, they can tell actually the grade level that wrote it. So it's gotta be done by someone that knows what they're doing and hopefully someone that knows about search engine optimization. And right now, one of the most interesting things is LSI or latent semantic indexing. And it has to do with content as a synonym mm -hmm. or variations of words that occur naturally in discussions. Yeah, and so which means not necessarily this exact keyword, but all the words like it and also how those words relate to other words to get to the the actual thing you're looking for. Right, and then that that even though it gets diversified, it pulls together in a cohesive, structured way, and then the content surrounded by hopefully great design code, pictures, maybe video that are all coded well. Right, and even infographic or something like that. So the that content comes in, gets written well, gets set up well, and it sounds. I, l let me let me be more specific about it. People have written slightly better content, but essentially most people still do the old cruddy way of trying to show up in search rankings like they did over a decade ago or 10 years ago, which would be something like uh, plumber in Dallas comma TX. And then fine, you Repeat put Repeat that once per paragraph yeah. or 2% of the words or right. whatever. 
Yeah. And you didn't worry about it and, it, and it didn't read well or it didn't read naturally. Now, you maybe needed to say that in title tag and H1 or something like that, but then you just plugged that through and then you repeated it. That's not natural. You wouldn't have said it in real life and the search engine can now tell. And if you don't do this extremely high end and then the other around it is done well, it will not do as well in ranking. Right. And I'd like to talk about the ranking real quick too. Um, and I'll try to remember to talk about the page related to content. But um, ranking is affected by all of these other factors that we're talking about on this 10 point checklist. And if you wrote great content, but did poor design and code base, it would not rank as well. Right. If you want to look up on uh, Google and Google what percentage of the clicks go to the number one spot on organic, number two, number three, you'll find many blogs that talk about number one getting 35 to 40%, number two getting 16, number three getting eight. And I'm not saying I wouldn't personally take number five rankings. I'll take all that I can get as high as I can get them. Right. That's our philosophy for the client, by the way. Right. And that content expands your keywords greatly and your authority on the subject matter. And by the way, guys, in case I forget before we get to it, it expands the map listings. Right. Um, so if you skimp on this stuff and you guys spend hordes and paid advertising leads and other things, it is hardcore foolish to uh, to not do all this stuff properly and to pay for some professional services to get the other things done well because when you drop in rankings or don't even show up in rankings, you're literally losing you know, nth degrees of percentages on how many clicks and calls you could be getting. Right. Yeah. Uh, organic ranking is still dollar for dollar your best return on investment for online marketing. I know we've Period. done this like 10 times recently, right. but what percentage of people click on organic ranking? 76%. Yeah, 76% on organic rankings. I guys. know you're thinking, oh, nobody, everybody just clicks on the ads. Nope. Yeah, I, I tell you Three what, quarters of people skip the ads and go down to the organic rank. People don't believe it when I talk to them. And you know what I started doing? I, tell, I throw it back to you. Do you click on the ads? Well, no, but I know better. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. like, so does yeah. everybody else. <laughs> right. They say ad right there. Yeah. Everybody knows that. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not, I'm not dogging ads. We're going to talk about them in a minute. It's, yeah. it's fine. I, I, we, we do. A, we love organic. We love ads. I do ads. I do Facebook. Do other things too. Right. But by God, that content's important. And if you don't think we can write it well, we go hardcore on content, don't we? Right. Um, okay, so. I'm going to let you talk about this one just starting out. I may enter something. Number four on the 10-point checklist for Plumber SEO is Google, the Google account and, um, and the mapping. The Google My Business account. This is the easiest thing to get right and is also the easiest thing to screw up. Uh, we see so many clients come in that have a jacked up Google My Business account but it shouldn't be. Google My Business account is nothing more than you go to Google, go to Google My Business, you, you use a, a, a Gmail address, and you say, hey, this is me. I have this business. This is the name of the business. This is the address of the business. This is the telephone number. Yeah. And this is the type of business I'm in. And this is the area I serve. And I'm at this address, and I will serve 50 miles around this. 
it's all easy laid out it's easy you can to get do. It, it is but you can people miss all the, there's little details that you yeah. can get in there yeah. and do and then never ending work on it as usual right yeah you know. and then and that and that's the base level and if you have that you then Google knows you exist and they will show you on the Google map you know, like if you're actually going to maps.google.com and you go and you search for it and you go to your street where your business is and you zoom in, hey, there's your name. Awesome. You're, you've done step one. Yeah. So but I, then there's a ton of other things you can do. You can add in all kinds of, you can put in, you can list every service you perform. There's like a service list in there and you right. can go in and we do this for you. We, we find out what your services are and we go in and list every service you do. You can do an FAQ for your business in there. You can put in pictures of your office, photos of your people at work. You can put your logo up there. Um, all, all kind of little things. Think of it. Think of it like a Facebook profile for your business, but it's on Google, and put all of that same kind of stuff up there. All of that information. Right. And a lot of people don't realize that you, you, it's actually Google has uh, enhanced what you can add there in right. the past year. I was going to mention the and embellishment or enhancement yeah, of all of those so yeah. pictures. You, you can even you can post on there like a, like a Facebook we like do, a Facebook post, and we do that for we you do as post well. On there, yeah. yeah. And but yeah, you can post on there. You can put up special offers and images of coupons if you want people to do so. There's all kind of cool stuff, and Google loves to see that. And what that does is if someone, you know, learns about you through organic search or however they do, and they like do a branded search, they search for your business specifically, that's, that's you'd get, number. oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Never mind. We're going to come back. <laughs> yeah, that's enough on that one for now. So, so number four, too, I wanted to say, um, you know, it, the Google account is, is uh, related to the mapping guys, of course. It's your knowledge graph that pops up. And if you're signed in on your Gmail account through Chrome, then, and you type this in Google My Business or even type the company in, it'll recognize you and pull all this up for you. Right. So um, you can get in there and do all kinds of stuff. And yes, we'll do extra embellishment, put pictures up. We even do uh, posting every, uh, every so often for the client and keep it active. As usual with most things, people tend to go back and not work on anything, never change or add content, which we do as well, never blog, which we do as well. Um, never change code base, which we do, and, and never redesign sites, which we also do. So all, right. this, stu all this stuff needs to stay active. Um, and I'm going to go on to uh, number five for the Plumber SEO 10-point checklist is reviews. Big and one. It, yeah. It ties right into um, the Google account. And I don't really know where to start with this, so I'm going to just start on some of it. If I had 10 reviews that were offered to me, I'd take about five of them as a Google review, but I think even Google came out recently and said that we'd like to see some diversity of the reviews. So most people, ironically though, even though that came out recently, typically have the hardest time getting a Google review. Right. But if I had 10, I would get five Google reviews and then I would spread out some Facebook and BBB and you know stuff like that so Yelp or something so I would right. spread those around and those signals for reviews are going to help your overall online presence they're going to help your map ranking reviews alone will not have the map show up and guys I want to go back to this all of these things inclusive help everything show up together so have you ever seen anyone in your category that you type in and they're not in the pack three and they're not even on the front page and they have, uh, or they're number 10 or 15 or 20 
and they have tons of reviews, it's because so many of these other things are not being done well, right? Or regularly, or at all. And um, so the reviews can help, but it is not the only thing. It is not the only thing that gets Map to pop up. And yes, Map is completely organic, uh, relevant at this point in time. Right. I don't think it was for a while, but it is completely tied to it and expl explains the phenomenon that I was telling you about as to how you can have a lot of reviews and still not pull up and map. So um, you need to get reviews, you need to ask for reviews. Um, it's an important item on the list. And um, I'll give you a freebie here. I could go on reviews forever, but I don't want to take too long. Um, we integrate them into the website. We put them on a tab. We give you a dashboard to enter your client's cell phone so you can text them direct links to your Google, Facebook reviews, and things like that. So right. you need that sort of stuff, and you need to get as many as possible. I'll give you a review freebie just for listening all the way through to number five is I'm sure you guys give free service from time to time. You're nice enough that when somebody calls and you can fix an item or two without going out to their house, you do so. You provided service. You just didn't charge anything for it. You did it over the phone. So ask them for a review. And I think it's fair. I haven't seen anything against that as a, as a rule. No. You offered a service. You provided it. Instead of just saying thanks, we'd like to have your business someday, say thanks. If you don't mind, give me a great review. I sure would appreciate it. And by the way, in the service of getting reviews, that ask for review is more important than anything else. It is. Just ask. A report on this came out, and people will tell me that they ask. And I know now, after going to enough uh, SEO conferences in, in the industry, that you're actually not doing it. <laughs> and that you're at, or that you tried to do it, but you didn't back it up with proper procedure in your plumbing right. business. You did it five times, and you got five no's, and you yeah. got discouraged, and you said, well, nobody answers. If you're a plumber that is not getting reviews, it is because you're, you're not getting reviews because um, you haven't structured it properly in yeah. the company. Either you're not asking, or if you are asking, you're not following up. Right. What, what, asking one time is not enough. You ask and you follow up every Hand couple of weeks. Hand them a piece of paper. Yeah. Hand yeah. them a piece of paper and then text them and then email them. Yeah. And we provide a lot of that for you and, and integrate it completely to your website. They can also go to the website and, and leave a review and, and uh, all kinds of stuff. And incidentally, those self-hosted reviews that aren't on a third-party platform like Facebook and Google, Google likes those too. Google yeah. likes... Uh, 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 you know, you, your own self-hosted first-party reviews. Aggregate yeah. star rating, that high-end schema code that we were talking about, there's one called aggregate star rating. We take those first-hand uh, reviews that then go on, put those into uh, a code base in the design, and then they actually show up in Google search results next to your interior pages. Right. So Have you, have you ever done a search and you see this list of companies and one of them has the has these nice little bright yellow stars under their name and did your eye go to that search result as opposed to the ones on either side of it well yeah so does everybody else we used to be the only ones that did this three years ago i told you <laughs> a few years back i said yeah. we're going to have a few years on this before everybody jumps on yeah and now there's a lot more people doing this now. yeah we went to a conference recently that a guy was talking about reviews telling the whole and industry. he was taught telling telling everybody all these industry people you got to do this you got to do this and me and nolan are sitting back there all smug like, <laughs> yep been doing yeah. that for two years yeah but <laughs> it, it's an example of high-end stuff that we do that helps you get ranked higher okay so I'm going to move on to number six, which is getting authority links for plumbers. 
and uh, domain authority. So I guess um, you can have a lot of stuff going well and if you're missing primary categories, it still won't, it still won't optimize. And you know, we talk about this stuff like the, the phenomenon of like the map, the guy has tons of reviews but the map doesn't show up because it's missing stuff. Well, domain authority is still really serious. Really relevant. Yeah, really relevant. You can see a direct correlation when you search the domain authority of high ranking uh, organic spots. Mm -hmm. um, it's very uncanny that it's so relevant to it. It's probably uh, going to have a time to where Google doesn't have to utilize that to determine keyword ranking for plumbers, but right now it's very relevant. Yeah. So, and it's a domain authority goes back to Google's origins. It does. I mean, yeah. the the, Google, the original Google algorithm it determines your rank based on how many other people link to Contextual you. Contextual inbound links. Yeah, yeah. And that's basically what domain authority is. And it and despite the fact that we're a decade, you know, almost two decades on now it's still a big part of your ranking. Yeah. Other stuff has now been fed into the mix, all this other stuff we're talking about. Yeah. But domain authority is still a huge factor. Yeah, and so you need to have that. We are squeaky clean when it comes to this. I'm not gonna tell you exactly how we do it, but we're squeaky clean <laughs> and we do, uh, we do do some inbound links. They're clean as a whistle. Uh, some of them are very naturally uh, happen and uh, like, um, citations for example you know, right. and stuff like that which is also done I didn't have citations on here because I felt like this was a more relevant list to today and citations are done and it's like so passe at this point for well me. and they're they're really they're really basically just a part of domain authority I think so, so they're, I think they're, anybody they're trying to sell these plumbers citations only or map ranking only is those guys are charlatans and yeah someone comes geez. to you just trying to sell you map ranking if they're not doing all these other things they can't get you map ranking. or linking heaven yeah. forbid you know that someone if someone came up and tried to sell you linking run if that's all they're doing if they're not a skilled company and they came and tried to sell you that because it, it'll it, you know it causes trouble and getting right. all that so um i'm gonna move on to number seven seven is social media for plumbers and um so what does social media have to do with SEO, Jason? Social, what's, what uh, we like to refer to as social signals, which is active social media presence combined with, your active social media presence means that other people, whether it be in reviews or just a post they put on their own Facebook page or Share, whatever, like, whatever, talks about you, um, those things feed into SEO. Google sees all that stuff. And it's just another reason that they say, okay, this business, this guy is relevant because people in his area that aren't his mom are talking about <laughs> Do you remember the Moz pie chart on the relevancy of social media to organic search, the percentage that they claimed it affected by? I don't remember what the percentage it was. It was 20%. 20%. That's a, so, I mean, that's a chunk. So here's, I'm going to, I'm going to. I'm gonna like explain some of this to you so that you understand. So, okay, so why does it matter? Because Google looks at social media to determine organic rankings, but why would they care? And I don't think it's because they want your social media to be healthy because that's healthy or other people are talking as much as if the social media is healthy and they go to the website or the Google Knowledge Graph and they find you and find your link which is now also can be right there on the knowledge graph right that that person is worthy more worthy because the google 
customer who typed in the keyword can go to the social media and have a great experience. Right. And if they can't get that, then you're simply not as good of a place to show. And I want to take it one step further. You could actually spend some money on social media, and social media can and does make money for plumbing companies, but if you didn't make any money and you spent a hundred bucks a month, maybe is it a good idea for you? Well, it is maybe because you're gonna get more followers, views, and these signals are gonna affect your organic ranking. So if you don't spend any money on it, fine, but do something on it. Realize that if you're a business and you're on Facebook and Instagram, they are not gonna do hardly any organic distribution at all without you paying for it. Right, right. right. So, you don't, uh, uh, Facebook doesn't show your business posts to anybody, even people who have liked your business anymore. They, they, they made that change this year. A or a bit, very, there's very. like 5%. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's tiny. It's not even worth So we'll have like 12,000 likes uh, for plumbing webmasters on Facebook, and I, I forget how many on Instagram. Yeah. But if we don't, it's if really low. Boost, it's less than 5%. So if we don't boost the post, it might go out to like 75 people. Yeah, yeah, the reach is yeah, pathetic yeah, the, if you don't The post. reach is really... I mean, Facebook wants you to spend money. That's how they make money. It kind of sucks, yeah, but it's you, not, it's, it's there's not, no way around it's it. It's not 5%. It used, you're right, yeah. it went down again. Yeah, it's it's yeah. It's, it's it's so tiny yeah. that it's, it's barely worth talking about. Okay, so, so it's important, and I, I could go on about social media, but guys, the title here is Plumber SEO 10-Point Checklist. So it's, it's SEO, and so right. I'm not gonna go into it. Um, number eight for this category is regular work of all of it. And why is it important? Regular to do continued anything? effort and updates on all this other stuff. Everything style. we just talked about. Um, yeah. Because what Google wants to see changes. We were writing our content and structuring it a certain way, which was the way Google was preferring it um, for the last couple of years. And this year, they made an algorithmic change that actually radically changed what they liked and the stuff we had was no longer as relevant. And right. we went through a Herculean effort and every one of my writers was sweating bullets for a couple of months and went through and restructured almost every site uh, that we had, all, all of our client sites, everything. We went through, consolidated content, and did a bunch of restructuring yeah. to do that. And that's why you have to constantly work on this stuff because what works changes. And, and I'm talking about work too from, we'll, we'll constantly change content, add content, blog, help your Google Maps, Google Map postings, code changes, client requested changes, right. and other updates that the client has on whatever we're doing for them gets done regularly. That's what we're paid to do. Right. So I mean, on a basic level, Google likes to see, obviously likes to see an active web presence. They don't yeah. like to see a site that was put up five years ago and has been static since then. No, they want to see something yeah. that updates it's all the time. It's not the 1950s and 60s, right? Things, yeah, you, things can't just, you can't just yeah. put up a billboard and leave it there forever. Yeah, so, so um, <laughs> it reminds me of the pages I was going to talk about. I did forget you, to oh, talk I'm about sorry, that. No, no. I, <laughs> I did forget, but actually I'm going to slightly change this because we were talking, he was talking about a different type of regular, he was talking about regular change. I was talking about the regular work that we do for the client. He was talking about updates. I was talking about yeah. upgrades. Yeah, yeah. So, but I do want to talk about that because yeah. I had a guy call 
And again, all anonymity for all these, anybody who calls up here, but um, nothing wrong with, with talking about it. But they were right. arguing with me slightly about the plumber had called up and he was in a market and he was trying to optimize for a city that he wasn't in, right? Mm -hmm. And the previous company had keyword stuffed several of the cities into all the pages. Right. And, um, and this isn't the same one we were talking about earlier. This was a different one that I hadn't even talked to you about. It's oh, just, okay. It's just a. It's just I thought a, I knew who was talking. No, it's just a. It's just someone that I'm speaking to right now. The site looks pretty. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of content, and he doesn't optimize at all. Right. Like he doesn't show up anywhere, and he's in a town of two hundred thousand, but he wants the town of over a million right next to him, but he's not located there. Right. And so I went in, and and then on top of that, he had. Because he was talking about serious change to content and other right. things that... This is another thing that changed yeah, this, this year. A, we had a lot of changes. So this year. site's sitting here with junky city pages on it. Right. Very little good content. The good content, the good content that he did have or does have is keyword stuff with cities that he's not located in. Mm -hmm. And it's just jacked from one end to the other. And even though the website's pretty, I guarantee if I give it to Jason, it's jacked and missing all the code base and everything else. I'll find I'll find three things wrong with it, and I already know what they are because they're the things that are wrong with every yeah. one of my looks. So this guy pays for, um, and I actually called him back today, and he didn't answer. I don't think that he liked what I had to say. Right. You know, but um, I don't sit here and lie to anybody about it. I mean, why would we do that? I, I'm not. I don't. I do, I do a lot of, uh, I, I talk to a lot of people that call up here. We've right. got hundreds of clients now, but I am one of the owners and I guess I'm good at speaking to people because I'm knowledgeable, but I don't really consider myself a sales guy. And I certainly don't blow smoke or a lot of people to get them to sign up. Right. Because if I did what the guy wanted done, he would have basically, he wanted the website that he currently has to work. Right. But it doesn't work anymore. Yeah. You know, so. You can, you guys, you can look at this stuff and think I've got some of it or I've got this or that, but typically when you go look at these sites and you really try to add all this stuff up, there's hordes of things that need to be fixed. Right. In fact, in our internal program, which is stupid fantastic, that helps direct the flow of traffic through here that we personally made for ourselves because there's nothing on the market, it helps to dictate the amount of things that get done, has hundreds of items to get checked off. For yeah, there's a, yeah, there's an enormous checklist of all the because, things that have to be completed. Yeah, because that checklist of items are the same things that Google checks to determine your ranking, right? right. And so, yeah, the regular work, I, that was a great little segue. I liked it. Um, so, I, I'll uh, stop there. I could talk forever about this <laughs> stuff. Move on to um, number nine is paid ads for uh, plumbers and it's something like something paid on Google, something paid on Facebook. Which we touched on briefly. And I put it in there and I don't know that, I'm gonna say, I have people say that there's a conspiracy theory that paying for Google ads helps your organic. I actually don't believe that really. I know. Um, I don't believe that, but I do think paying for some Facebook boosted posts um, is beneficial to you. It doesn't have to be much, but... I, well, it increases those social signals. It increases the social yeah. signals, yeah. I put and Google it's the only way to get the social signals now on Facebook, because as we touched on before, they're not going to show you organically on Facebook. Yeah. So. I put Google down to kind of refute it that I don't believe it. Someone yeah. actually had this conversation yesterday, and, or today, I don't remember, and I'm like, I honestly, sir, don't 
don't believe that. I don't buy that. Yeah. It, yeah. It's easy to believe. I mean, Google has an enormous. It was this morning. I remember who it was. And, yeah. and power. A good friend of mine. And it's easy to believe that they would abuse it. Yeah. But here's the thing the industry we're in, digital marketing, is enormous. And there are so many people in our industry watching Google like a hawk. And whenever, and there's people constantly looking for correlations and data of what Google's showing. So if Google was suddenly showing people higher on organic if they were paying for ads, people would notice. Yeah. And that would create a lot of blowback for them. I think there might be some other so, repercussions to that. I mean, I guess yeah. it's a conflict of interest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, they, they, they could open themselves up to like federal charges yeah, and stuff yeah, like I don't, that. But my point is that there's so many people, so many eyes on them that they would get caught. I don't you think know? that they do it. We've watched this stuff for years. But anyway, a little paid on a social level helps, I right. think. And, um, and if you actually paid for, you know, there's some other things that might be advantageous, but let's move on. So, and I've got a bonus number eleven, by the way. You have a bonus. Number. I have a bonus, <laughs> uh, and but number ten, it's actually I thought of one after we started. So. Gotcha. <laughs> Should have been the eleven point. It's a bonus. It goes to eleven. <laughs> so number ten um, is extreme authority clues to Google for for your plumbing company, plumbers, and and so extreme authority, and we can do anything for anyone. And uh, I even like to tell people that we have a Be Like Nolan package. I think it's a pretty great package. We'll, we'll send you these glasses. <laughs> right, there you go. And this shirt. But if you want to do things like videos and podcasts and post stuff to YouTube and Facebook and Instagram that's high authority and, and edited and all that good stuff. Right. We'll do it. Yeah. Get and your uh, phone out. Yeah. Uh, discuss your business, your services. And record it, send, a, send it to us, we'll clean it up, we'll put it out on multiple platforms, we'll put up a page with a summary and a transcript. Right. And we, we do this for optimize ourselves. Optimize the page. Again, this is the thing we do for ourselves and we have seen great results out of it. Yeah. We'll optimize the page, we'll optimize the video, we'll do cross-platform. It takes, um, I think we're calculating this about five hours if, it, if we do all of it because it has to be reformatted. You have to get thumbnails and all kinds of things. And then yeah. each social platform that goes on gets uh, reformatted again. Some of it won't take longer versions, so it has to be chopped. And, yeah, you, you, know. you do a, if you do like 10, you know, 30 minutes like we're doing here, yeah. roughly, you know, you can put the whole thing up on YouTube and you can put the whole thing up on Facebook. But you can't do a boosted post on Facebook with, with that 30 minutes. You can only yeah. do 2 minutes or 10 minutes or whatever it is. And on Instagram, you can only do 60 seconds and stuff like that. Yeah, so, so we chop it up and figure out and, and do the best way possible on multiple platforms. Yeah. And, and so uh, we'll move on after that. I think we've gone along enough. The number yeah. 11 bonus <laughs> one is Google My Business homepage, which you tried to talk about earlier. Oh, I'm the see that. That was the, the bonus. The GMB, I went too far. The GMB homepage or Google My Business, it is a different concept. It's kind of an industry term for a phenomenon. Is not we're not talking about the Google My Business account or your knowledge graph or your mapping. We're talking about when somebody goes online and searches you, and there's been an uptick in people doing things like typing your company in and the word reviews, or typing your company in the city, or typing your company in and the word complaints. And so they go Especially on. Especially complaints we've seen. Yeah. yeah. So they go on there and they type it in. And then the Google search occurs on that screenshot of, let's say, your laptop that you're on. And if that looks good, 
then usually, because I, 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 we haven't talked about this as much, but I've been talking about it a little bit when I talk to people, yeah. that it's indicative of the health of everything else here. Right. So when all of this is done right, done properly, done well, and worked on regularly, then when someone types in your name, they see your, uh, your aggregate star rating show up from your own site. They see your Yelp account show up with good reviews. They, they, they see a whole slew of search results that are all related not to just plumber in your city, but to you, your business. Yeah, they search their business name. Yeah. They're checking them out. And what now the, the website and everything else is still vitally important, but it's not as relevant to the um, reviews and temperature of that company because right. more information is on that search. Your knowledge graph is there. It's embellished well. There's reviews all over the place, and that whole page is a shining example of your company. Right. So you can type your name in right now, and if there's barely anything there, and the only top three spots are filled, and the rest of it's gobbledygook and other services, you have a very or or much or even worse a competitor bad or bad reviews. Yeah. You know, or or you're like, oh, I, I hear people say all the time, oh, I've got great reviews on this, and but, but you know, bad reviews on this one. So yeah. your competitor, or, I'm sorry, your clients are typing this up. And whether you know it or not, you're losing sales based upon your GMB, Google My Business homepage, how you look on the search engine first page results when you type your name in in your city or the word reviews or the word re complaints associated with your company name. Right. It's a big deal. Kind it of, is. Uh, yeah. It's a new industry deal and we, uh, we work on that as a whole. As all this stuff gets done, guys, man, your website Well, all presence, this stuff being done correctly is what makes that look so good. It is. Good. It yes. is. Yeah. It is. So that someone, in some cases, people may see that and just click on your phone number right there in the knowledge graph and call you, right. and they may never see your website, but if you don't have the website, none of that's going to show. Yeah, and, and really, if that doesn't look good there, you're probably not getting many calls anyway. Right. So, right. Um, but it, it also helps illustrate how interconnected everything is and why it's so vital that all of it get done, like, extremely well. I thought it was right. a good way to, yeah. to sum up. a good way to wrap it up. So. I think that was exhaustively done well. Yeah, that was right? a long yeah. ten-point checklist. I, I feel like that should be the yeah. <coughs> that's a flagship uh, podcast right. video simulcast series. Yeah. Um, I hope that wowed you with our knowledge base and want, makes you want to call us for services whenever you're ready. We would love to be a service, and uh, we look forward to hearing from you someday. Take it easy.